<laughs> you don't think so? Well, Why are you like, making me feel awkward? Well, no, like, if, if you I was can like, say no to an orgasm. No, like, no. If we're having sex, and I'm like, will you be my girlfriend? And you said no. I would be like, shut the fuck up. Welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I am Alex. And I am John. John, you get like you give me this look when I do the intro. Do you just want to like be I just, the intro I don't, man? I don't like change. You you took my chair. You're in the driver's seat. And I'm over here like I don't know what's going on on the screen right now. Sometimes you have to change things up to get to like spice up your life don't and like get some more conversation. Don't try to steal. Things the, were just getting a little bit dry, you know. Don't steal the podcast Not my from pussy. me. This is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's about to be if you don't quit the attitude. <laughs> Anyways, what's going on? Kobe needs a bath. He's sitting below me and he stinks. And he's shedding. Oh, because it's getting so warm. Ugh. If we want to jump into our highs, that's um, my high is the weather. It's as lame as it is. I love how warm it is. God, pick of season, girl. First, you're like, oh, I want, I miss the snow. Let's go back to well, New I York. Do. If it's going to be cold, it has to be snowing. I don't want it to be... 33 degrees and raining if it's going to be freezing it needs to be snowing out i love the snow i can literally hear the dump truck outside just like banging around the trash can Did you say dumb truck or dump, dump truck dump truck i think that's um the recycling people is it no they already did recycling oh that's true anyway so that's your high <laughs> sweet high you know what my high is i wrote it down i have to write everything down because i'll forget it my high is that in the backyard i mulched everything and we have turf and I plucked all the weeds out of the turf by hand because we have no tools. It took me two days, but I fucking did it. Is your low that Kobe went back there, took a shit, and then <laughs> dug up all Dude, the mulch? Kobe drives me crazy. Does anyone have a dog that, it, I guess he's spreading his scent. He'll just like, if he pees or shits, he just starts kicking it, like launching it anywhere. The worst, anywhere and everywhere. The worst though is when you're in public with him and I like will walk him downtown and then it, the littlest patch of grass he'll find kick up dirt on anyone walking by and i'm like do you want do you want to die kobe he's like this is my space yeah. this is my fucking territory now i think so i think that's what he's doing but cool. it makes me feel like a bad dog owner because people just walk by and he's just kicking dirt at them anyways yeah so that's my high i'm trying to get this house ready to rent it out so hopefully that does something for us so like why can your high be yard work but mine can't be the weather the sun makes me a happier person i'm just saying it's like whatever season you're in then you're like i wish for the other fucking season no like yeah it's... you're like oh i miss the snow let's go i want to be in new york and then you're like i miss the summer it's currently warm and i'm enjoying the warmth so how is that me missing whatever okay the snow no explain yourself I'm just saying you're not happy with any season you're in. You're I'm, I'm of, currently happy with the weather right now. Well, because you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. You think I'm not happy with the warmth? I'm just saying I think you're... you're this like, whole conversation is really annoying me. Like, I don't I don't feel like I should I don't be know, getting judged you know what, for... I don't know what I'm saying. Because let me go into my low real quick. And it, it is it your uh, early onset dementia? Is that your low? <laughs> it correlates with what we're talking about. I have no willpower... When it comes to food, like I, I made this big pasta dish for lunch. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to wait till after we do the podcast. So I'm like, my mind's fresh and sharp. 
And then I just blacked out and ate everything. So now I'm like sluggish and I don't know what I'm talking about. You know that every episode so far you have talked about your diet and like how much you eat. That's your low like every week. You're like, I didn't stuff my face yet. It's because I can't Is that like what you're... I can't control it. <laughs> I hate it. Well, maybe go to therapy for it or something. <laughs> I need like the Pavlov, like the Pavlov thing. But instead of like meat, like when he rings the bell, like I vomit. When I think about food. That sounds like an eating disorder. <laughs> okay, so... I think you do need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have an unhealthy relationship with food, John, and that's something you have to figure out. I mean, out. good news, at least it's like healthy food. I'm not like slamming like cake and stuff. I'm just slamming meat <laughs> and, and pasta, I guess. I, I guess I should phrase, rephrase that, slamming meat. John, <laughs> I just like, I don't like the direction that this conversation is going. Okay, but all wait, right. Oh, wait, what's your low? Yeah, thank Sorry. you. My low is that um, I didn't treat my voice this great this weekend. Like, I, I feel like I need to go to a voice coach to learn how to properly speak because I strain my voice. I just feel like when it's the weekend, I just go crazy and I yell over people and my, my throat just hurts. <laughs> Alex needs to be heard at all times. I do. I talk over people, and she's it's the rude. middle child, so it's just it's a big uh, well, attention seeking. I'm neglected. Trait. I am the true neglected child. I have to reach out to my parents. They don't reach out to me. It's sad. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying anything to that. <laughs> I love your parents, so I'll leave it at that. You're just staying safe. But so those are our highs and lows. So John, tell our listeners what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about how do you know when you're official. How did we know when we were official? When you told me you loved me. I, you didn't think that we were official until I told you that nope, I loved you? Had you. To, you had to tell me you loved me. Yeah, when you told me you said you loved me, that's when I knew that you actually wanted to be with me. I mean, you 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 did the loop-de-hoop-de-loop with me for like four months before we started even like really hanging out consistently. So I don't know. So did you just think that I had other boyfriends until I told you that I loved you? Until like seven months into us dating and seeing each other every day, yeah. I just knew though that like... As soon as I made the call, that it was going to be official. So I guess that's true. But like you knew that we were together <laughs> exclusive before I told you that I loved you. I think it was when we upped our hanging out more than twice a week. And I gave you priority days, like Saturday, Sundays. Yeah, you're right. So how did you make it clear to other relationships that you weren't official with them? Or did you not? And it was just a, a big, vague relationship. I feel like once it got a little too serious, that's kind of when I dipped out. <laughs> but like, would you have a conversation I, going into it before? I, after like my second serious relationship in college, like anyone I hung out with, I was completely honest in the beginning. Like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Let's hang out. I mean, I'm not seeing other people, but like, I, I like where we're at. And I never tried to make it more than what it was. So you were... It, from the beginning, though, going in, what, was, oh, yeah. it, was it like first date or you wouldn't have this conversation with someone until like date two or three? Or when would you have the conversation like, hey, I'm not really looking for something serious, but I like hanging out with you? I, I want to say in the talking phase, just like hanging out. Right. I mean, I'm not going to like divulge everything on the first date. That's fucking weird. And that's like somebody telling you their life story in like the first hour of meeting them. That's crazy talk. It wasn't, I think, until date three-ish that you wanted to hang out more and then that's when i was like hey like just so you know i'm not really looking to be exclusive or like anything serious but yeah you were like feeling not because you didn't really know either yeah 
But like, I think to have that conversation within the first few dates, obviously not the first date. If you're talking every day, a courtesy to let the other person know if you're not looking for something serious. Because if you are, you don't want to waste your time. No, yeah, no, I agree with that. Okay, so I was joking around with the I love you thing. I knew we were official when, I don't know, we were just hanging out all the time. I mean, you brought me to go see your parents. Yeah, it was when you became more of a priority in my life. Like, I had no problem introducing you to my friends. Like, I talked about you. And then we just really opened up with each other. I told you about my dreams and my goals. And, like, we made future plans with one another. As opposed to me being like, cool, I'm not looking to talk future with you more than just just a week or, or so. I mean, I saw a difference in how you interacted with me like over time compared to in the beginning. You were you were very inconsistent with texting me and talking to me. And then we kind of got to a point where it was like a continuous trend of hanging out. I'm like, okay, so this is going somewhere. Right, right. Yeah, because it was, if you would like ask me to hang out, I would come up with some sort of excuse ghost I'm you seeing someone else right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean i i was it's not like i was ever exclusive with anyone else i just i had gotten out of a long-term relationship and when i met you it had only been like a few months and i knew that i needed time i needed like a few more months to just be on my own and like figure out exactly what i wanted and figure out what i didn't want as well yeah you and i were definitely in different places mm -hmm. I, I mean i again i didn't have a serious relationship since college so at that point meeting you i was ready i knew i was ready for something yeah <laughs> whoever it was i knew i was ready for something i was getting older i'm like i need someone to take care of me you go you crack me up we have great conversation we need to bump our hanging out to two times a week and i said that's not gonna work for me <laughs> that's a lot we'll of time get there. Yeah. we'll get there but why are we actually talking about this topic today we had a listener email come in and it was a good question it was basically like you're in this place with whoever you're hanging out with but how do you approach the conversation of if you are official or not so i kind of just wanted to talk about it i'll read the email and then we'll dive in okay so the email says i have been dating someone i met on hinge for three months now and we both still have hinge and haven't discussed exclusivity I don't want to be the one to bring it up. Please don't laugh at my question on the podcast or diss me, but real talk, how do I get him to bring it up instead of me? I know it sounds dumb, but I really don't want to be the one to bring it up. I think if I brought it up, he'd be down, but there's a stubbornness in me and I just want him to do it. Ugh, thank you. Yeah, you like wanted him to make the first move. I get that though, because you don't want to be the one to necessarily take the lead. But after three months of like only seeing this one person, I think it's time to have the conversation. Yeah, I mean, if he hasn't done it by then, it looks like it's bothering you more. So you're going to have to get in there. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being the one to approach. No, it's and but it's obviously a concern of yours. And it seems like you don't you don't really know what his view or take is on it. So if it's bothering you, you need to bring it up. Well, it's scary because you're essentially taking a risk by reaching out to this person and being vulnerable and saying like, hey, what are we? Because then you're opening yourself up to essentially get denied or, you know, have your feelings hurt if someone doesn't necessarily match your feelings. I just think if you are feeling some sort of way, our like biggest key is communication. We say that in like every occasion. We say it in like every episode. But why would you want to waste your time or keep moving in a direction that you don't know where you're going with this person. You want to know 
who you're spending your time with and be intentional about your time. How do you think that she could get him to bring it up? Like, is there a way that you can make the other person have the conversation? Keep it simple, stupid. Literally be like, hey, I removed my hinge. What's your thoughts on that? That's true because it's not necessarily saying like we're exclusive. I mean, as a guy, I consider myself not complicated at all. I think we're pretty cut and dry. If, again, if this isn't something he's brought up, then it's probably not a concern to him or he hasn't even really thought about it. So you might be making more of a bigger deal than it really is. You got to say something like, I'm getting off of Hinge. I'm, I like where we're at. Uh, I like where this is going. What is your thoughts on this? Right. Yeah. I guess because you don't want to like scare the other person into thinking that like you want something so serious so soon. So I think by being open to a conversation about that and saying like, I'm not asking you to be my boyfriend or for us to be boyfriend, girlfriend. But like if we're moving in that direction, that's where I would like to go. Again, that way, you know that you're not wasting your time. But if someone said to you, John, like, well, hold on, hold on, going off of that, you're saying they've been talking for like three months, right? Consistently, they've been dating, they've been hanging out all the time, stuff like that. I don't remember. It was like three months. Yeah. So but they haven't talked about being exclusive. I'm assuming they live near each other and they're spending time together. John, I didn't get this whole girl's bio. <laughs> I just, I just, you heard what I heard. Well, just some stuff I saw was like from a psychologist that dating for two months is an optimum amount of time to like then make it official. I think if you've gone on three plus dates with someone, you vibe with them, you're spending time out of oh, your that's week. That's weird. Ain't going to be like, we're, we're together after three days. No, but I think that that's when you have the conversation to say like, Hey, like what are your intentions? No, I don't know. Three really? Dates, that would spook me a little bit. Oh, if you've been dating and hanging out consistently for three months, it's literally like a job. After three months in a job, you kind of get the hang of what you're doing. Living somewhere after three months, it seems like home after that. At least in my experience, because that's how it's been for me. Like you, you know by then. But if three months someone said to you who you had, I guess, but you, you always made it clear though that you weren't necessarily interested in a long-term relationship. But if someone had said to you early on in dating or like within two to three months, hey, what are we? Would that scare you or would you be like? I guess the thing is, if it does scare you, then that probably is not the right person. Because if you truly like somebody and then like you, if you asked me that question like two months into it and I really did like you, then it wouldn't spook me, you know? Here's the thing though. There's no game around it. Like your relationship with another person and your mental health around this is not a game. Your life isn't a game. So I don't think that you should be playing this back and forth. Like if I do this, will he do this? Like who should talk about it first? If you're feeling some sort of way, talk about it. That's true. Everything's subjective too. No, like whether a psychologist said after two months, that's an optimum right. amount of time. Like who the fuck does that person, do you know the whole, you know, right. the whole continent of people, what their like feelings are? Because are you like texting for two months or have you been hanging out in person for two months? Have you already met each other's families? Did you know each other previously? Do you have mutual friends? Like there's so many different factors that go into yes. being closer with someone. Get it, girl. That it's not cut and dry. Crushed it. Oh, thank you. God, you're like my hype man. I wish that you would say that when I sat on your face. <laughs> Crushed it. Um, oh my God. Every episode, <laughs> something about sitting on my face. Well, get rid of the mustache and then it you won't. You want it. And I just shaved. Yeah, it looks so good. I, it's fresh. I'm glad the camera's on the other side so it doesn't see this massive zit on my it's left true. cheek. That's why I changed the seat for you, John. Just for you. Mm, I'm sure that's why. But yeah, I think... If it's on your mind, 
you could go crazy going back and forth in your brain thinking, is this something that I should bring up or should I wait? But I just think if it's something that's on your mind, you're thinking about it, have the conversation. Make a pros and cons list. I think also you have to evaluate if like that's someone that you want to be with or is it just someone who like. And how are there some and how would you determine that? How do you know when you're ready? When you to become official? Yeah. I think it's someone who you can't see. I mean, okay, so there's oh, a. Be- are you about to say, can't see yourself living without? Well, yeah. I mean, but I think in the beginning, you could get so excited about a person and you could like start planning your wedding on Pinterest within like week two of meeting someone who you think is the love of your life. But as we said, like in previous episodes, nailing down what your core values are, do they check these boxes and do you have a connection? Because even though someone does check your boxes, doesn't necessarily mean that you have chemistry. You know, I just think it's someone who you are excited to introduce to your, your family, your friends, your people, your circle, someone who you feel open with um, to like talk about, again, like I said, like your dreams and your aspirations and maybe things in your past. Um, and then just someone who you could be yourself with. God, I had to look all those up and write those down <laughs> to, to know what to say for that. And you, you just knew them off the top of your head. John, what do you think that I'm I like, chat I got about? a checklist over here. I'm like, okay. What do you think see? I chat about in my girls group chats? We all talk about this shit like every day. Yeah. I, I literally had like sharing the similar values and, and beliefs. Sometimes politics are a big thing. It's kind of like, what Mm -hmm. is important to you? Another thing I would say is you both are good listeners and you're genuinely interested in like what they have to say. I think that's important, you know, celebrating each other's accomplishments. You're actually like really excited for them if something positive happens in their life. You know, you're committed to one another. You follow through with plans and commit to like- Oh, that's huge. You know, you you never go, like you did to me, you're not ghosting (laughs) me. Okay, but that's one thing- that you could trust that person. I, from the beginning though, I always told you that you could do your own thing. I'm not trying to like hold you down and you have to be exclusive with me. Like you would always say, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I was like, I don't want to have my cake and eat it too. If I want it, I'll eat some and then I'll go and let it fly. Oh my God. You're so cool. I want to be like you when I get older. You're just such a cool, cool cat. One thing you forgot to say. Hmm. Hit it. Hit me with it. And you want me to hit you with it? Talk, being, like talking about the future with that person. Did I not? Yeah, no, that's you true. didn't. You know what though? Okay, devil's advocate. Sometimes guys talk about the future just to get in your pants, or just because they feel like they think that it's what you want to hear. Like they're like, "Oh, I have my brother's wedding in Italy next summer," you and say like that about that women. Would... Anyone does that? I mean, they could do that. I think it's evaluating where you are in your relationship, and if that is just like fluff talk because you're in like the giddy stage or if it's like legitimate plans that you are making with this person. And did we talk about like, how do you know if you're just in the honeymoon phase? Um, Cause you're saying like this giddy phase, like the honeymoon phase, like we know people definitely know people who are like just head over heels for someone. And then like kind of phased out mm-hmm. hearts for eyes. And it's kind of just like, how do you know if you're just all about this person and it's going to continue to be that way? Or if you're just in like that little segue, You have to learn that on your own. You know, like people around you might tell you one thing or another, but like you have to figure all that shit out for yourself. Because if someone is in their honeymoon phase and making like, I hate your mother, and you're like, like, yeah, that's okay. Well, making these quick decisions with this person who like they met and like, you know, the people who meet on a cruise and they're like married and or engaged like the week later and already have like their kids' names picked out and they've only known each other for a week. Um, that's really fucking fast, but 
they could have their people around them being like, dude, slow down. This is like, you gotta That's pace so it out. That's so sus. I've been waiting to use that word. No, That's I, so sus, I girl. used that word and you told me not to use that word. What, what were we talking about that I said L- Let me sus. hit you in my DMs. You're so sus. I said sus and John goes, yeah, suspect. And I said Sus- suspicious. No, I said susceptible. <laughs> I had no idea what sus was. Sus, suspect. DM. Suspicious. It's a message you sent me personally. What are we even talking about? Like you cut me off just to say fucking sus. And now we're having a whole conversation. (laughs) I've been wanting, because I've been wanting to say that word. So have you just been sitting there like waiting waiting to say sus? I was, that was loaded. Have you ever used sus? No. Because I'm an adult. (laughs) Sus. Get out of here. I'll argue that. This whole situation is sus right now. Your face is sus. Okay. So I was saying that if like you might know someone in your life who is moving super fast in a relationship and if you say something to them like dude slow down like take your time evaluate this relationship take a breather they might not listen to you again they have to learn that for themselves okay al so to wrap up you know you're ready to have the conversation about being official when what i think it's several things and again it's like a cocktail of all these things not necessarily like one or the other but you're excited to spend your time with them Yes, John, it's cliche. You can't imagine your life without them. You've had conversations about the future. You have introduced them to your friends and family. And you have the same values. Anything else on that? I don't know. Anything else you said? Yeah, your beliefs, values, all that good stuff. You have things in common. When you know, you know. That's another thing, though. If you are dating someone and you're confused about their feelings about you or if you're confused then keep going with the trajectory that you're on what do you mean well like then you shouldn't even have that conversation you just keep hanging out till you figure out what you want right do. right if right. you're like eh, i kind of like you i kind of don't right because do if I like you don't have somewhere? a definite answer then like don't even talk about it but like again yeah don't press if it. it's not a fuck yes it's a no so like if you don't want to be with them no not necessarily it's not necessarily a no i don't know so i'm if, just saying if you are still in the early stages of dating it's not necessarily a no. Like you can just keep hanging out until you decide that it's not right for you. Like just because you're kind of confused doesn't mean you have to stop seeing that person. I think it gets to a point though where like you should know. Okay. Again, subjective. When's that, Dr. Alex? <laughs> Please tell me, tell me what you know. <laughs> Moving on. So we actually no, I can answer that. <laughs> no. no. So you know what? Let's uh turn to our <laughs> Instagram polls. We asked you guys on Instagram. I'm sweating. I'm You're sweating. so annoying. Uh, we asked you guys on Instagram how you knew it was official. So here, John, I'm not a fucking doctor, but these are some responses from our <laughs> listeners on how they knew it was official. I'm going to murder you. Someone said butt stuff. <laughs> oh, what? Um, he told me to delete my Bumble. So there you uh, have the but, conversation yep. about like who's deleting the but app. But see how like crystal clear and easy that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's hard for a lot of people, but like that's the best way to do it. Be like cancel your Hinge subscription. Or just like, right, opening up about some conversation 
Oh, or like someone also wrote in about a dating app and said, I asked if he was still looking on Tinder. Thankfully, he said no. But it's just like, you're not telling them to do one thing or another. You're not saying, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you delete your app. You're opening up the floor for them to talk to you about it, like wh what their thoughts are. I guess the first step to that conversation is like, where do you see this going? Because I don't think you, de not demanding about Hinge, but that's just kind of an awkward initial interaction for that subject. Like, hey, I'm erasing my Hinge. Right. Thoughts? Right, yeah. Someone wrote, when we were comfortable farting in front of each other. Ooh, that's serious. <laughs> that's some serious stuff right there. I don't know. I feel like I was farting in front of you pretty soon early on i don't remember because i was too busy farting <laughs> that's true i remember one time you were over and you had the worst stomach it no, wasn't after it, mexico it was, was after, it no it was, yeah but i was in detroit and i had a fucking like rotten gyro in the airport <laughs> and i got to your house and i just oh my god baby. i've never seen you so sick we weren't even dating yet we were like officially well, we were dating. seeing each other no, think, oh look officially dating we know technically we didn't really have like a a label no. I'm, i think then we did we both went to separate weddings at the same time i went to one in new york you went to one in mexico and we were dating see it's we're just as confused <laughs> see, even when we're married we have no clear-cut answer of when well, we it started must have dating. been early on because i knew i was like oh my god this is the worst thing that can ever happen to me and of course it was the toilet in your bedroom so you just heard everything that was going on. Someone wrote when we began discussing baby names at the Taco Bell drive-thru. Mm, that's romantic. I like it that. It is. I mean, you're getting a crunch wrap and you're talking about your future children. He asked me to be his girlfriend during sex. Can't say no to that. <laughs> you can. He locked you, you in there. You can say no to that because that happened to one of my friends. You can say friends. no to an orgasm. <laughs> okay. okay. What? I can see that being a really awkward ending to sex. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, Why are you like, making me feel awkward? Well, no, like if, if I was like, say no to an orgasm. No, like, no. If we're having sex, and I'm like, will you be my girlfriend? And you said no. I would be like, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you asking me this now? But I'm telling you, he <laughs> does, that doesn't lock you in because this happened to one of my friends. This was actually their first time hooking up. And he locked eyes with her in the middle of fucking and was like, will you be my girlfriend? And she was like, are you kidding me right now? No. <laughs> like, I think that's the most romantic shit I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. Okay, a couple others. We had the DTR define the relationship, and he asked me, "Are we exclusively kissing?" Oh, th with this is some shit I would do. He told his best friend he was with his girlfriend on the phone in front of me. He never asked though. <laughs> like you guys just assume shit, or like you just say stuff. I probably said that to my dad when I was on the phone with my dad, and you were probably next to me. I was like, "Hey, dad, you know, you want to meet my girlfriend?" <laughs> you probably said that like day two, and I was like, "Good lord!" Actually, I feel like I did say something to him. Oh, this is what you actually did. You were somewhere with your dad. John is all about, um, he hates texting. So he's all about like sending like video FaceTime. messages or FaceTime. So I'm pretty sure I was home. We were talking. We weren't dating. So you were somewhere with your dad. We had like just kind of met. We were talking. Beer, bourbon, and barbecue Yes, festival. I was at home and I got a video text from you and I was like, why is John from Tinder texting me? I open it up and it is a video that John took of his dad and he goes, hey, Alexandra, I've heard a lot about you. I can't wait to meet you. And I'm like, is this guy fucking kidding me that he sent I threw in the dad, dad card, baby. You did. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm now looking at a video of this guy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> of what I'm going to look like when I'm older. And now he's my father-in-law. <laughs> I call him my twin. Yeah. Big, big Dave, my But I twin. was dying. I was like, this guy is really pulling out all the shots. Like Whatever it takes. Introducing me to his dad via video I don't care. Text. I have no shame. I'll do whatever it takes. He goes, I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> 
just slammed. I just like deleted that message right away. I was like, Abby. <laughs> You're so cold. I know. We were the number one on each other's top eight. I don't know what dating app that is. MySpace, John. Really? MySpace is top eight. You don't know what top eight is? It was so long ago. I don't remember. I don't know what dating app that is. The original no, dating no. app, I guess. It's not a dating app. I know. It's I'm like joking. It's like a Facebook, right? Yeah, I'm joking. Oh, was... I don't like that you got me on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this. I said, enough already. We're official. It's been six years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Has it been like six years since that? Or like they've been... I think like they've been like whatever for six years and then that person made it official. <laughs> made out all night at the bar. No questions after that. Some Someone wrote in, I've been with my boyfriend for two years and he still never officially asked me to be his girlfriend. <laughs> Some of them don't. It's assumed. I looked at him on our first date and I said, you're my boyfriend now. And he said, okay. So simple. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But again, I feel like that might scare some people. But if he's the right person and you guys are both mutually into each other, that is like very romantic and hilarious. Psychologist says two months. You say one day. I think it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Whatever works. I knew me and my significant other were official when he slept over and the next morning I was getting ready in the bathroom. He comes in, sits on the toilet and starts taking a shit while I'm doing my makeup. Oof. Four years later and there's somehow even less boundaries. He's got some nuts on him. I respect that. Do you remember the first time that you took a shit in front of me? Was it Mexico? Yeah. When we had the toilet. I was so, and I'm sweating my ass off because we had no AC. And like we had a wedding. We were filming a wedding in Tulum and we were getting ready for the wedding. And John has like... I don't know. Several shits in the morning. You like. <laughs> right. I love it. I like to just vomit. But vomit it was out my butt. For it was a toilet hours. in the bathroom that was completely like open next to the sink and the mirror. And that was the only mirror. And I was like, John, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to take your poops next to me. Like, I don't care. And you were like, I can't believe this is happening. It wasn't even a wall either because it was like a half bathroom. And then like right in front of it was our bed. Yeah. So it's like you were just like. Scrolling. It was like a studio space. Yeah. This is the last one. He said something that inferred we were dating. I stopped him to clarify that I never agreed to that and he better ask instead of assuming. He insisted adults don't do that. And I said, this one does pointing to him. If he wants to date me, I won't be left second guessing anything. Five years later and I've never had to second guess a thing. Love it. Like just straight communication. There is like no gray area oh, there. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so yeah, good luck everyone <laughs> with the dating world out there. It's... Uh, Again, we we will wrap it up the same way every single time. Three, two, one. Communication. We have to actually make that into a soundbite where we we do auto-tune to it. Oh, yeah. And it sounds really nice. Yeah. Okay, so now we are at our segment, Give It To Me Straight, where we read your emails and give you the best advice that you may or may not want to take. Okay, so first email says, something that would be cool to hear from you both is when did you know you loved the other? And when did you know you wanted to marry each other? I know that people say, I love you at different times and have different points at which you know you want to marry the other person. Alex said, I loved you first. I did. I think I was shit-faced. Yeah. But I knew that I loved you because not like... I. I knew that I loved you when, again, like I started making you more of a priority and wanting to hang out with you. But it was when I saw how like caring you were with your grandma. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, rip, um, rip meme. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> R.I.P. man. Wow. But I knew that I loved John when I met his family and I saw how he interacted with his grandma and his parents. You were just such a caring person. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's funny. He gives me the good D 
and he loves his family. Wow. What up, what up? <laughs> so it just like grew over time. Um, and then I was drunk and I couldn't keep it in. And so I, I eventually was just like, I love you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of when I said I love you to you. You said it when we were in gurneys. And no. Oh. Oh my God, for some reason, I thought that's when you said I love you to me. Well, that's when I officially said it back to you. Because I don't... But I said it that day. You said it, okay. yeah. Now I, now I remember. Yeah. We were on the beach at Gurney's. At Gurney's in uh, Mon Montauk. Mm -hmm. it's, I almost feel like I got on one knee to say I love you. No, you like held my hands and tried to like make it so romantic and I was hammered and I was like not are you kidding me John and you were like I love you and I was like I know I feel like I said something like you know I love you right and well yeah and I was like, like I no. know and I, it was so not romantic at all I'm not I'm not creative and I'm not romantic I try but we are just... both just like too goofy to take I mean we have serious moments we do but like we're awkward. I think we're still like awkward. Yeah. Even like being married, we're fucking awkward. We <laughs> laugh during sex. How many people say they laugh during? I mean, it's not a bad thing. I would love to know how many other people laugh during sex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was different timing though. Um, I think John felt it before I did. I verbalized you, like, it. Re you think you know? No, you did. Like you proposed you to me know? on like day two. You wanted to be exclusive with me. You loved me. <sighs> I guess I hate. I hate that. That this is the truth. Yeah, you just didn't verbalize it. I hate that I like can't act like I'm like this cool guy. Like, no, nah, I wasn't like that. But I was. I was. Well, and here we are. So I don't think that you have to say it at the same time. Wasn't there a second part to that question? Oh, and when did you know you wanted to marry the other person? I wasn't going to say I love you if I wasn't going to marry you. I'm not going to say I love you to someone who I'm just hanging out with and casually dating. I want to say I love you to someone who I see a future with. I don't think I ever, I, I think I've said I love you three different times. So I use that word very carefully. Yeah. As you should. But as far as the marriage, those two didn't like coincide at all. Oh, you don't think so? No, I was like, I love you. And that was as far as I got with that. Maybe that's the difference with guys and girls. I feel like girls, as soon as they know they love someone, they're like, let's just get this. One Train step rolling. One step at a time for this guy. Mm. But really, I actually remember the point in time when I was like, I think I'm going to propose to her. I was on the Stairmaster at the gym. And your dad, within the past two weeks, said something like, shit or get off the pot. Well, because at that point, we were living together. I know my grandma was like, you're not living here just to play house. But I think also my mom said something to me like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, because like you didn't want to lose me. Uh, She's just like, you're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? True. But when you know, you know. Okay, so question number two. My question is that I struggle with feeling like the reason I haven't found the right person is because I'm not being the right person yet. And once I reach this area of emotional maturity or readiness or some weird relational nirvana, that then the right oh, man will Oh, dude, show that up. was disgusting. <laughs> what was that? It was burp. Oh, do you feel like you have to be at a specific level or point of maturity or point of life where your person will just show up? Or do you think regardless of where you are and if it's the right person, you'll come together? Also, how do you deal with the guilt of feeling like it's your fault for not being perfect and that's why you haven't found your person? So essentially, do you feel like if you're not in like a certain place in your life, is that why your perfect person isn't? I just think you stumble upon these things. It's not like, it's not going to be a set time in your life. You know, when it happens, it happens. I don't think that I was in a healthy place mentally when I met you. And I think that that's why I was so hesitant to date you until I like became this version of myself that I was expecting to become. 
But what I learned was that you, you want to be in a healthy place. Yes. Like you can't look at someone to heal you, but you can work side by side with someone to get to your goals. It didn't, it didn't mean that I needed John in my life to get to where I am. Um, I had to get there on my own, but I don't think that because I wasn't at the place that I wanted to be in my life yet, that I wasn't allowed to have John in my life as well. Does that kind of make sense or is that confusing? Sounded uh, intelligent. <laughs> it probably, if you drew that on a map, would just like be going in circles and doesn't make any sense. But I, in my brain, it made sense. If it happens, it happens. When you know, you know. I mean, it's pretty simple, I think. Again, like I seeked seeked out a relationship. I was, I knew I was ready. So I guess that's kind of biased for me to say like it doesn't happen at a certain point, but like when I actually was trying to pursue a relationship and I wanted to be in a serious relationship, I found it. But did you feel like you were confident in yourself and who yeah, you are? I yeah. Was, I was ready. I was in a place in my life where I'm like, okay, I have a good job. You know, I'm doing fine. Like something's missing. And what I think that is, is a significant other. I think ultimately though, too, you need to love yourself and be confident in yourself before you could really give yourself fully to someone else. Someone, I heard this analogy and it was like, if you think of a water pitcher and if you're this water pitcher and you're filling it up with water, but every time you're like dumping yourself out to other people, you're empty. Whereas if you're filling yourself up with water, like if you're the water pitcher, you're going to overflow into other relationships and like overflow. So you'll be full of happiness and it will spread to other people. Wow. So you really have to work on yourself and just be happy with where you are and know that like you're always going to be growing and always going to be changing and developing. And like if you're just content with that and yourself, the other person is just going to be a great addition. They're not going to complete you. They will just help you. I think you realizing this too is the first step in like a, a, a good direction. Right. Like I know we had someone with a question on our last episode that was like, is that going to be like points against me for like not dating around? Like I haven't dated a lot of people and like, will that make my... It's like you're already self-aware. Yeah. Being self-aware about it is huge regardless, but... Knowing yourself first and figuring out what you want and being confident in yourself should be the your priority first. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be those people that just date from one person to the next and like they're really not because taking care of themselves first. Because you're trying to find some hole to fill. So overall, no, I don't think that you have to be the perfect version of yourself to find the right person or for the other right person to come along. I just think you have to love yourself and be happy with who you are because nobody's perfect. Okay, so the last question. Going off your dad's experience with his ex-wife, how involved and disciplined should step-parents be with stepkids? In the instance that the other biological parent is involved and in the instance where the biological parent is not around. I didn't respect my stepdad because he was there for my mom, not us kids, unless we were in trouble. So basically he's asking how involved in discipline should the step-parents be with their stepkids. Her parents have been together, like that's all she knows, and my parents are I've always been together and we don't have much experience on that, but I'm going to give it to you straight with shit. I don't know what I'm saying. So first off, I think it depends on where in the stage of life that parent came into play with that kid. Like was the kid a baby with middle school, high school? Mm -hmm. 
I think that's a big factor. I agree. Or or are you a parent to this kid from the time that they were born? We know a ton of people who have played a parental role from the time that their stepkid was born. But when it comes to discipline, I think that that's a conversation that you would have with the parent, the biological parent who you're together with. Yeah, I and think be like, they where need do to you... take the initial yeah. role and then they can kind of delegate to you how they think it should be. Right. Like where they want you to step you don't wanna, in. Yeah, you don't want to overstep on that. Mm -hmm. And then like once you guys establish that, then the kids just have to respect you because you are their guardians. Of course, like you definitely need to be respected. And that also needs to be understood by the actual biological parent that you're with. Right. But like if my mom died and my dad married someone who was like my age and she like tried to be my stepmom. You're also an adult. That's like what I'm talking about. Like it's like it's... Oh. <laughs> Like if one of yeah, my best friends again. became my stepmom, I'm not listening to you, girlfriend. So yeah, that's all we could really say on that though. So Alex is giving me a hard time because she doesn't want to do Would You Rather. We but just I'm have gonna, so many segments. I, I don't care. This is, I will just do the one Would You Rather and then that's it. So for now, we're going to try to start having guests on here. When you give me a Would You Rather, I'll actually ask the guests that Would You Rather. Okay, so are you okay with that, Al? No, I'm fine with that. I just like, I don't Okay, feel would you like rather, necessary. somebody uh, wrote in, would you rather make a film about me or watch a film I made about you? I've already made films about you. Like your birthday films, I put compilation videos, compilation, compilation videos together of you for your birthday every year. Then they're hilarious. I mean, as special as- I want to watch a video of you because like if it's like a nudie. As nudie special video. as it would be to like, make a video of you um no i want to watch one of me that you've made also it would probably be put together terribly be but, trash yeah. you have no confidence in me <laughs> no but it would still knowing that it came from you and i would love to see like how you see me okay this isn't like a piece of paper like i'm writing like happy valentine's day love john it's not gonna be some like trash gift i want to see what you would portray me as because Editing is such an art. It's going to be a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Portray it as just, that. It's all just hidden camera POVs. It's going to be like an old 80s vintage porn. That would probably be pretty cool. but For uh, your hair? No, thanks. I'll be patiently waiting for the film that you create of me, John. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it's not going to be shown to the world, I'm fine. If it's an, a whole nude of me, I'm happy with myself. All right, guys, so that's it for today. <laughs> You're just so quick to be like, you sound like a teacher in school. Like, all right, guys, that's it. Get out. Close your books. <laughs> this shit's done for the this day. Shit's Second over. period is over. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you like us, please leave us five stars and like some nice words too. Like and subscribe. And where can they follow us, John? Uh, give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com no john every time you can email us at give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com you could follow us at give it to me podcast <laughs> i don't know what it is give it to me i'll straight. just do the gmail part so you could do the rest all right and you could follow us at give it to me straight podcast on instagram and you could find our individual instagrams in the show notes below oh you know what's funny though um i got him i got an email from give it to me straight at gmail.com because they had two listener emails that were supposed to be for us but they were sent to him instead 
Do they have a podcast? No, it's just their email is give it to me straight at gmail.com. Whereas ours is give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye. Stay classy. Goodbye. Bye.